0: Instant burst of pure natural energy and vitality. It's like a needless shot of B12 you can give yourself every day to simply feel amazing. Two awesome products for free, and all you need to do is pick up the phone and call 1 800 315 9004. That's 1 800 315 9004. Do it for your sleep, for strong bones and muscles, for healthy brain function, for your heart, even for healthy blood pressure. Purity guarantees that you're going to be falling asleep faster sleeping deeper, and waking up more refreshed than you have in years. Make the call now. Your free bottle's waiting. Call now. Toll-free, 1-800-315-9004. That's 1-800-315-9004. Bottom line, folks, the morning after you first try the Night Vites, you're going to ask yourself, man, why didn't anybody think of this sooner? It's that good. Again, be one of the first 1,000 callers, pay four ninety five for shipping. Purity's going to rush you out a free bottle of Night Vites Plus. You get the free B12 Easy Melts too. Please note, This offer is not available online and only one free offer per household, please. Here's the toll-free number again, 1-800-315-9004. That's 1-800-315-9004. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity, that number one more time slowly. Call now. Here we go. 1-800-315-9004. The proceeding was a paid advertisement by Purity Products. These statements have not been evaluated by the
1: FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any diseases.
0: The proceeding was a paid program. WOR's airing of this program constitutes neither an endorsement of the products offered or the ideas expressed. John Gambling. Every report about Chris Christie is followed by a sentence that he's setting himself up for 2016. You and the media, you are playing right into his hands. Wake up with gambling. 6 till 10 on WOR. Proud to be
1: the new radio home.
0: Mets. Here comes night and the Mets win it! Hear all the games, home and away, on 710 WOR New York. The following program is sponsored by the Perry Management Corporation, who is solely responsible for its content. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant renaissance man named
1: Dr. Arthur Perry. You
2: want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery.
1: He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to again applaud you, having worked with you on... and welcome this is Dr Arthur Perry this is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR and we're sitting in the brand new Clear Channel studios and uh right in Manhattan where uh you know it's an interesting building uh we're in this is the uh the old AT&T building it's uh, got a lot of history in it it's uh, the uh, site of the first intercontinental uh, long-distance wire, and uh, we, Noah and I were talking about that earlier today. It's a fascinating place, and it's great to be here, uh, although I like the old studios also, Noah. Well, this is the show.
0: This is the show where radio gets visual all
1: of a sudden. It's very interesting, yeah, This is the birthplace of radio in this uh, this building right here. So this is the show. This is the one for you to call if you've got questions about what you look like in the mirror. So if you look in the mirror and you start to see those little tiny wrinkles around your eyes, This is the place to call. And the phone number is 800. We finally have our 800 number, 800-321-0710. That's 1-800-321-0710. This is a half-hour show. We get so many phone calls at the end of the show. Give us a call now. Callers, by the way, to the show will receive a bottle of my nighttime serum. Nighttime has vitamin C and vitamin A and lactic acid and antioxidants and skin brighteners and all sorts of good things. It's the one-stop shopping for your skin and uh, callers tonight will receive uh, a bottle. So give us a call one 321 710 We have a great show planned for you tonight. We're going to talk about my favorite topic, cosmetic surgery and skin care, and you and Heidi Montag is in the, <laughs> Yes, she's in the news again. Uh, A few years ago, she had that marathon procedure, remember that one, where she had every known plastic surgical procedure, I think, that she could fit in, uh, in some six- or eight-hour marathon, and uh, apparently she almost died during the procedure. That's what she says anyway. She said her heart stopped. I'm not sure. I totally believe that, but who knows? Uh, One thing she did have was a breast augmentation with gigantic implants, gigantic implants, so uh, a couple of weeks ago, Heidi went under the knife again, and uh, she had those giant F-size implants removed. She came to her senses, and she had them removed, and she had smaller implants put in. She had C-cups put in. Uh, I'm not sure just what happened in surgery. It was another six-hour procedure. Usually a breast augmentation is about a two-hour procedure, but uh, I'm not sure exactly what she had done. But one thing uh, she had said, she and she went to the press, and in fact she posed with her new implants this week. Uh, she said, I was so happy to get rid of those things. I had back pain and neck pain and my bra straps dug in, and so I had my breast reduced. Well, Heidi... You know, if you had come to me, I would have told you right from the beginning that was a silly thing. And, in fact, if someone came to me and asked for these gigantic implants that Heidi Montag had, had, I would have said no. And I think it's up to a good plastic surgeon to say no if something is unreasonable. We are not here to make you uh, look bizarre. We are not here to make you look like anything you want to look like. So if you came to me, Heidi Montag, and said your hand would look better— much more symmetrical if you only had four fingers, would I cut off your thumb? Of course not, and no plastic surgeon would. Then why would a plastic surgeon put three pounds of breast implant into each breast? Well, she came to her senses, and uh, and she's saying now that she was sort of coerced by the plastic surgeon, who unfortunately is no longer alive, to defend himself. But, uh, you know, it's an interesting story, and it's one that I've talked about here repeatedly in terms of, being reasonable with what you ask your plastic surgeon to do. Uh, We want to make people look normal, not abnormal. And that's what cosmetic surgery is really all about. It's about making you look average. And a lot of people forget that. They want to look over average or uh, whatever that word would be. Uh, we want you to look just average to fit in. If your nose is too big, we want you to have just a normal looking nose. If your ears protrude, we want you to have just normal ears. If your breasts are too large, we want your breasts to just be kind of normal, which is a big B, small C. That's what clothing is designed for, and that's what most of the population has. And that's what women, you know, probably, I mean, we can't tell you what size your breast should be, but. We certainly can say if it's getting ridiculous and maybe injuring your health, as it did in this case, uh, no, we're not going to do that. So, uh, Heidi, if you were my patient, uh, you know, I would not have done that. Anna, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle?
2: Hi, doctor. I'm calling about three uh, excisions that I had for uh, melanoma uh, right under my eye on my left cheekbone. And uh, the thing that I'm worried about now is the reconstruction surgery. They said that it would be um, a four-hour operation, and it's right under my eye. That's what I'm worried about.
1: So, Anna, have you already had the melanoma removed?
2: The, I. They did three um Excisions, okay. and now I'm waiting for the results of the third one. Okay, I still so, don't know what it is.
1: And do you have a wound on your face now? Is yes. That what you're okay.
2: Yes, a very big wound. It's three inches wide by two inches, and the the top, the wide part, is right under my eye, mm-hmm. and it's in like a point, like a triangle shape.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. And so, what what is your question for me, Anna?
2: I don't know. Like I don't know any plastic surgeons. The doctor is going to recommend one.
1: Well, so let me ask you something. So this was done by a dermatologist?
2: Yes. He discovered it during a routine exam, and he did the, uh, you know, he did all the. Yeah. uh,
1: So usually what happens, Anna, in this situation is uh, a biopsy is done, uh, if it's a big thing like that, and uh, if it's diagnosed as a melanoma, the uh, dermatologist will consult with a plastic surgeon and uh, and the procedure will be done either at the same day or very very soon after so uh in my in all my experience uh, working with many many dermatologists uh, they coordinate these things so i'm sorry yours was not coordinated because it leaves you in a situation right now with a large wound, as you said and uh, and it sounds like you don't have a surgeon to uh, to reconstruct that. Now, Anna, um, what you might want to do on Monday is talk to the dermatologist because now you have a wound and you want to make sure that this does not get infected. Uh, what are you dressing this wound with? All he said was to to put Vaseline on it. Okay. That's
2: what I've been doing. In, right.
1: and- now, I can't give you medical advice on this show because I'm not your doctor, but I would strongly urge you to call your dermatologist on Monday morning, uh, it's Veterans Day, but uh, hopefully he or she is in, and, uh, and talk to him. You've got a wound on your face, and normally with, with patients, uh, in my experience, we would treat this as any wound, and that means you get a, uh, an antibiotic put on there, like uh, something like silvadine. And, and again, I'm not giving you advice. I cannot give you advice over the radio. Uh, but you can certainly talk to your uh, doctor. you certainly do not want this to get infected while you 're waiting to figure out reconstruction. Now, the reconstruction in this location is a little complicated, and your your plastic surgeon should have a lot of experience in that type of reconstruction uh, with a wound that big uh, it 's very important that the uh, the skin be moved in one. Uh, The first consideration, of course, is closing the wound. The second consideration is making sure that your eyelid does not get pulled down. And then the third consideration, of course, is your cosmetic appearance. And unfortunately, Anna, it's in that order uh, that we think about things as plastic surgeons because we certainly want, one, to keep you uh, safe medically, and two, to protect your eye. And then we worry about your cosmetic appearance. And a board-certified plastic surgeon will do all three of those, and we do things like uh, flaps. Um, you know, the reconstruction is is tailored to you, and it depends on your overall medical condition and the diagnosis and how old you are and things like that. Uh, but we might move large amounts of skin around on the face. It's called a facial rotation flap. That might be done. Uh, or sometimes uh, we don't like to do this, but sometimes we do a skin graft on the face. It doesn't look as good as those flaps. But it's, it's pretty complex, Anna. Uh, so first thing you have to do on Monday morning is talk to the dermatologist. Then you have to get some names of plastic surgeons, uh, and you need to see them this coming week. You don't want to wait a long time. Uh, I'm sorry you're in this situation. Uh, planning in advance uh, may have avoided that. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. Uh, we've got a very busy show tonight. Hang on, Lillian. We're going to take a short commercial break, and then we will be back. Uh, Noah, we don't have that spot that we told you about uh, earlier, so we're just going to go with uh, with the other ones. Uh, once again, the phone number is 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. Stay tuned. This is going to be a great show, and I've got one of the world's greatest otolaryngologists Dr. Marvin Freed, and he's coming up in just a few minutes. Dr. Freed is the chairman of the ENT, otolaryngology department, at Montefiore and Einstein Medical uh, uh, Medical School. He's going to be a great guest. So he's coming up a little later in the show, and we're going to be talking to Lillian. We're going to be talking about short scar facelifts and liposuction of the neck. It's an exciting show. Stay tuned. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We'll be back after these words.
0: Imagine a hospital where cancer patients have unparalleled access to every specialty. Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, the Cancer Institute of New Jersey, Robert Wood Johnson Medical School, and physicians in the community have built that campus. Diagnosed with a complex form of breast cancer, Cheryl Mann needed a comprehensive care team to customize a plan which included chemo, mastectomy, and reconstructive surgery.
2: I said I have to beat this, and this is the team that's gonna get me there. I had tremendous support from Robert Wood Johnson. They're the ones that helped me get through it all. At
0: RWJ, clinical expertise, research, and innovation combine to conquer cancer.
2: Robert Wood Johnson had every specialist I needed to treat my complicated breast cancer. Their campus gave me back my life.
0: At Robert Wood Johnson, being the best means breakthroughs in cancer care happen every day. To learn more, visit rwjuh.edu. That's rwjuh.edu.
1: Is your skin aging before your eyes? There is something you can do to reverse those signs of aging. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a serum I created called Nighttime. Nighttime makes your skin smoother, brighter, and thicker with just one step each day. I've packed Nighttime with vitamin C and A, moisturizers, fruit acids, skin brighteners, and antioxidants. That's a lot of science in one bottle, but that's what it takes to make your skin look younger and more attractive. Now through November 22nd, when you order $100 of products, You'll receive a $20 coupon to use between December 3rd and 9th. Start the world's simplest skincare program this week. Call 855-940-1800. That's 855-940-1800. Or on the web, it's drperrys.com. That's drperrys.com. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. If you're showing signs of aging, you might benefit from my midlife makeover. Without stepping into an operating room, I can reduce wrinkles with Botox and Bellotero. I can remove brown spots with a peel and lift brows and jowls with Ulthera. My offices are in central New Jersey and in Manhattan. Give me a call at 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check out my website at periplasticsurgery.com.
2: Dr. Arthur
1: Perry. And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? right here on WOR, where Noah and I have been every Saturday night for eight long years. He stays in the studio all week long. I do go home and go to the operating room and and uh, do all sorts of things. And, and some of my favorite things during the week uh, include uh, operating, like uh, doing facelifts. So... Uh, you know, one of the uh, one of the questions that I get all the time from my patients is, what kind of a facelift do I do? In fact, someone called last week, and they had very, very specific questions. She said, do I do a deep plane facelift? Do I do a SMAS facelift? Do I do a short scar? You know, so many questions, and it's great that uh, all of you are getting educated, and the Internet helps that. But the Internet makes it sometimes more difficult because the Internet is a source of of uh, kind of unfiltered information and there really are very few authoritative sites and you might think you're on an authoritative site but really it's an advertisement for maybe a doctor or uh, or a company that uh, that has doctors pay into the site you know, so it's a little difficult to uh, to determine what is valid and, uh, and what is not. You know, I've tried to, uh, to make that a little easier for you in my book, Straight Talk About Cosmetic Surgery, which is an authoritative book. It was published by Yale University Press, and uh, Yale actually went through the book. It's a, sort of an unusual category of book because it's a peer-reviewed book for the lay, which— um, kind of as a category that doesn't exist. There are books that you buy in the bookstore which are not peer-reviewed, and then there are medical books and journals which are peer-reviewed, but there really aren't peer-reviewed books for the lay. I'm happy to tell you that I have one, and it's called Straight Talk About Cosmetic Surgery, and you can pick it up on Amazon.com. Uh, or call the office uh, or maybe ask my parents for a copy. By the way, it's my parents' uh, anniversary today, and they said do not mention that on the air, so I won't, but happy anniversary. All right, so short-scarf facelifts, long-scarf facelifts, uh, deep-plane facelifts. How do you decide? How do you decide? There are probably about 40 or 50 different facelifts in the United States that are currently being done by different plastic surgeons, and it is very difficult to decide which, if you're a patient, if you're a consumer, which facelift to uh, to undergo. You know, the way I, uh, I look at it is you need to trust your plastic surgeon. And uh, just like you trust an airline, when you go into JetBlue or Virgin America, uh, most of us don't go uh, and ask the pilot, you know, how do you land? Do you do uh, this technique? You kind of trust the pilot with the technique that they use. And the same thing is really true with a surgeon. Uh, it's very difficult for you to understand what the differences are between these various techniques. You know, does someone go down to the bone? Do they do a two-layer facelift, a one-layer facelift? How do they do that? Uh, very difficult to, uh, to make that decision. So you really have to put your trust in the surgeon And I can tell you that virtually every surgeon that does facelift will show you very good results. They'll show you good pictures, and at our scientific meetings, those surgeons will also show you very good results. So sometimes it's even difficult for a plastic surgeon to decide which uh, type of facelift to to do because we all see good results. So the way I decide as a surgeon which surgical procedure to use is uh, we all try all the different techniques, I want to do a procedure that has good results in uh, the the overwhelming majority of people and has a relatively low complication rate, and uh, all of us decide which operation works best for us, and that's what we present to you. And different plastic surgeons, by the way, we might choose different procedures for different patients. So if you have um, some, let's say you have bands in the neck, uh, but you have very little um, a very small jowl, we might do a different facelift than uh, we do in someone that has very, very profound jowls and a square face. Lillian, you've been hanging on the line. What's your wrinkle? What can I do for you?
2: Yes. Um, when I was four years old, I developed uh, Bell palsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a stopped spinal tap, and they told, told my parents it was Bell's palsy. And as a result, uh, I have a very deep crease on one side of my face and my eye is also starting, I notice now, starting to droop a little bit. And uh, I had gone over the years to different surgeons and they said it cannot be performed a, a surgery on it because the muscle is weak. And I'd like to have your advice on what you think I
1: should do. Lillian, how old are you? Sixty. You're 60. So you're still a pediatric patient in my practice. So, uh, (laughs) uh, you know, it's very difficult to uh, make any sort of a judgment over the radio, uh, you know. But we do treat people with Bell's palsy all the time after, uh, after recovery or even people that have not recovered. Uh, there are lots of things to do for a deep crease. Some of those are surgical and some are non-surgical. So we might do a facelift, for instance, uh, and we might do a little different facelift on one side as opposed to the other, which we often do with asymmetry. Or we might just say uh, we can fill that crease with a wrinkle filler, such as Radius, uh, which is a good one that I use all the time, or uh, maybe a Voluma, which is a new one coming out. Uh, or other wrinkle fillers, so uh, that could be done. There's a new procedure called an incisionless wire release, uh, which is a uh, an, a procedure which has a very profound effect on that, that crease. We might do something like that. Uh, as far as the eye, that does get a little more complicated, uh, but there are procedures called canthopexies that might be useful for you. Uh, the bottom line is there probably are things for you. I'm not sure why a surgeon said no, but uh, um, you might have something in your medical history that would preclude uh, surgery. But certainly you choose a good board-certified plastic surgeon that has a lot of experience in, uh, in facial procedures. There are different types of plastic surgeons, remember. Some do a lot of facial procedures, and some do mostly breast procedures or liposuction or hand surgery or something like that. So the first uh, thing is to find a good plastic surgeon, have a consultation, sit down, and uh, decide just what it is uh, you need and can have. Lillian, thanks so much for giving us a call. Uh, We've got to take a short break. We've got Dr. Marvin Fried on the line. He'll be in after this very short break. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? We'll be back after these words. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden you see wrinkles and sagging skin and you look older. I tackle aging spurts with procedures like eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Ulthera. Or you might just need rejuvenation around your mouth with wrinkle filler. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at perryplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. right here on WOR. What's your wrinkle, Dr. Arthur Perry? And we're back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle? So tonight I have a very special guest on the line. Dr. Marvin Fried is the chairman of the otolaryngology department at uh, Einstein Medical School and at Montefiore Hospital. He is a world-renowned otolaryngologist. That's an ear, nose, and throat doctor. Dr. Fried, are you on the line? I certainly am. Well, I want to thank you for taking time on uh, your Saturday evening. You know, there's a story behind us. Uh, I was a uh, a 24-year-old surgical resident at Beth Israel Harvard Medical School way back in 1981 when I met Dr. Freed, who uh, was uh, otolary- an otolaryngologist and later the chief of otolaryngology at Harvard Medical School, and he was a great influence on my career, and I'm happy to be able to reconnect with you. We're both in New York now. Uh, how many years? That's 30 something. <laughs> I don't even want to think of how many years that is, but uh, I'm just a little bit older, and apparently you're not. And uh, no, th- not at all. <laughs> thanks so much for coming on. Um, you are a spectacular surgeon tonight. We're going to talk about nasal surgery and uh, um, septoplasties and things like that. Now, I do cosmetic nasal surgery, but you are an expert at, at sinus surgery, and a lot of my questions from listeners uh, on this show are about sinus surgery and about septal surgery. So let's start out. When, when someone comes in to see me and they've got a deviated septum, when do you operate on that patient? When is it appropriate?
3: Well, the, almost everybody is built with some little bit of uh, deviation of their nasal septum. And the nasal septum is the wall between the two sides of the nose, so you, there's no natural communication. So um, people sometimes don't even know they have a deviated septum. They just don't know the, say that they can't breathe well. And uh, septal surgery is primarily done for symptoms of, I can't breathe through my nose or nasal obstruction.
1: Okay, so, so now if someone comes in and they say that they are having problems breathing through uh, one side of their nose or both sides of their nose, is it always surgery or would you perhaps prescribe medication first? What, what's, uh, what thought process do you go through when you have a patient like that?
3: Well, I rarely have people come in and say they have a problem breathing through their nose and the first thing I say is you need surgery. Um, that's actually a little bit down the road. Many people have enlargement of what's called the nasal turbinates, and these are the baffles that swell and contract inside your nose. That's what um, humidifies the inside of the nose, um, and often those are swollen or the tissue in the nose is swollen. And that could be from irritation, from allergies, uh, from pregnancy. And uh, I usually treat those individuals first with some topical medication, most often a nasal steroid spray, and in many individuals, the obstruction settles down and uh, they feel fine, now, even if they have some degree of a septal deviation.
1: So how long can someone stay on those medications? That's another question I get all the time. They've been on it for a couple of months. How long? I mean, can you stay well, on I those? Usually,
3: I usually start patients for six weeks, and depending on how how bad the swelling is, I'll have them do two sprays each day For six weeks, good days and bad days, if it's really bad, I'll have them do it twice a day, more than twice a day, that won't help much, and then I see them back, and depending on how they do, I'm very comfortable keeping patients on uh, these kinds of medications for a number of months, Um, three, even longer. Uh, Once they've gotten to six months, somebody should check the inside of the nose because these steroids can cause irritation, it can cause bleeding, and you need to make sure that things are all right. But for example, patients who have chronic allergies, that are perennial, it's all year long, they've been on them for years and in many times they're, they're absolutely safe because they just sit inside the nose and they don't get absorbed. It's not like taking steroids by mouth. Mm-hmm.
1: My guest this evening is Dr. Marvin Fried, who is the chairman of ENT, Ear, Nose, and Throat Otolaryngology. At uh, Einstein Medical School and at Montefiore, he's the uh, the otolaryngologist in chief. What's your phone number if uh, a patient wants to uh, talk to you? I know you're a world's expert at endoscopic sinus surgery, which I'd like to talk about in just a second. So, sure. what's your phone number?
3: Seven one eight nine two zero.
1: So that's the, the next topic. By the way, 718-920-4646, Dr. Marvin Freed. The next topic is uh, is similar with, with sinus surgery. I get patients all the time, they ask me, and, and there aren't plastic surgeons that operate on sinuses. Some do operate on septums, but I send to a good ear, nose, and throat doctor like yourself. So at some point, uh, if someone has a sinus infection, they might wind up in your office. When does someone need surgery, and when can they just get antibiotics or no? No treatment at all for a sinus infection? Uh,
3: Well, if they really have an infection, they need to be treated. And the first line of treatment is finding out to make sure that they have an infection, make sure that there's evidence of pus in the nose. And people have a lot of symptoms along with nasal obstruction, post-nasal drainage. And one primary symptom that people don't realize when they have a true sinus infection is how tired they feel. They're absolutely fatigued. They find that they just can't get enough rest, and that's a, just a typical symptom of patients with sinusitis. So we, um, my colleagues and I, treat uh, these patients first with appropriate antibiotics. Uh, one popular thing is to give patients a pack for three to five days. That usually, if you really have a sinus infection, doesn't work. And then other things like over-the-counter nasal saline washes work beautifully. And uh, a topical decongestant that you don't use for very long because if you're on a topical decongestant for more than three or four days, you can get rebound. And that's more swelling once you start coming off of that cycle. So medical treatment is the first thing that you do for sinus disease. And when do you operate? Well, then if patients... Have recurrent infections, or their infections don't clear, or they have, uh, have complications from their infections. And that's rare, but it's serious because the sinuses near sit near the eye and the brain. And although that doesn't happen often, that prompts surgery urgently. And then there's Dr. Uh, Fried,
1: then, uh, unfortunately, they are about to pull me out of the studio. Noah's waving his hands. And he says it's time. You know, we've got a great guest, Dr. Marvin Freed. Thank you so much for taking your time this evening. Uh, Dr. Fried's number again is 718 920 4646. We're going to have you on another time because this is an interesting topic that my patients ask me all the time. Thanks.
0: The preceding program was sponsored by the Perry Management Corporation, who is solely responsible for its content. Keep up with the day's top entertainment stories at WOR710.com. That's WOR710.com. The following is a paid program. WOR's airing of this program constitutes neither an endorsement of the products offered or the ideas expressed.
3: Welcome to the Road to Health Nutrition Hour with our host, Vince Wiley. This program will feature the latest bone and joint discoveries available, and our guest will talk about natural healing and prevention methods in caring for bone and joint health.